0: Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. if seeds aren't planted in the spring, they can't be fertilized in summer and there's nothing to harvest in fall. In most areas of our life, our success today is a product of our investment six months ago. Well, no, it's not exactly six months. Obviously it'll change for different areas, how long the maturation period is. I mean, it's like most crops, right? Not all crops take the exact same amount of time to plant and harvest and grow. Rice is much faster than wheat. Uh, Both have value, and both have shaped the cultures that they're in on whether their cycles uh, are annual or you know biannual or like in rice's case, multiple times a year you can get a crop out of it. But generally, I look across the board. I look across most areas of our lives, and I think six months is a decent average. Most of the things take a while, and can I tell you this is a real problem for us as humans. Because one of the most difficult things we have, and I say we because I am just as much a struggler on this, maybe more than most, is the problem of any time there's an action that has delayed consequence, we have a very hard time making those dots connect and treating it seriously. I'll give you one that's been a huge one for my life. I've talked about it a lot. Uh, Eating and health, right? I love sugar. I love desserts. I love rich, creamy. I mean, like cakes, cookies, ice creams. I mean, these are my serious jams. Chocolate. Oh, me and chocolate have a long relationship, complicated relationship. And here's the problem. Eating a a donut or a slice of cake or a bowl of ice cream or all three mixed together. Yes, it's been done. It's amazing. Um, That tastes amazing in the short term. However, uh, it's bad for me in the long term. I will feel good for 20 minutes, maybe an hour, if it kind of lingers, right? If I really slow down. And then I will feel bad for hours, days. I mean, depending on what the pattern is, years. And actually, I spend a lot more time feeling bad because of the food choice than I do feeling good. But because the good feeling is immediate and the bad feeling is delayed, even by a few hours, then I get that wrong in my brain and I associate ice cream with happiness. When, If I was being really real, I should probably associate ice cream with exhaustion, discomfort, uh, low energy, the real long-term consequences. You know, spend 5% of the next 24 hours feeling good and the other 95% are depressed performance and experience because I pounded too much ice cream the night before. It's the delay that kills us. It's the delay that causes us to misunderstand. Most areas of our life, success today is a product of our investment six months ago. And I struggle with a three-hour delay. This is something that requires regular reminder and challenge, requires me to continually uh, remind myself, challenge myself, measure. This is the power of measurement. And it causes us to try to align my actions with the outcomes I want six months from now. I'm in many ways coasting on what I did for good or for ill. Let, let me get some specific examples, your relationships. The quality of your relationships today has everything to do with how you've been treating these people or not in the last six months. Have you made the phone calls? Have you reached out? Have you slowed down and asked questions and just listened? Have you invested in the people around you? This could be your kids, your spouse, your friends, your family. If you spend time investing in them, then what do you know? Today, you've got richer relationships, better conversations, more laughter. They're there for you if they need you. Your investment six months ago is what you experience today. Now, I say six months ago, right? Relationships, this is one that might take longer. Uh, sometimes, you know, you want a great romance. Yeah. you might take more than six months to build a great romance. It takes sometimes years to build a great romance. Kids. I see a lot of parents having trouble with their teenagers and, and, uh, okay. So listen, my teenagers are normal teenagers and have kind of gone through similar teenager stuff as other people, but we have a great relationship while we've done it. I honestly, I could really say that we're graduating our oldest from high school, and she wants to hang out with us a lot. Now, she's got friends and people, and so she's uh, not uh, you know, uninterested you know, in anyone else, but we count, she tells us often, we count, and our next, our 15-year-old's about to turn 16, she says the same thing, our 13-year-old says the same thing. Again, I've, I've had conflict with them, but but all under the umbrella of we have a great relationship and why. I think it's fundamentally this. I spent a lot of years doing youth ministry development camp programs, working with kids, and um, And I see a lot of parents blowing off their little kids because what they want to talk to them about is boring. I mean, it is. Little kid world, no offense, but the things they think are big deals are not exciting things to most adults. So we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, kid. Um, I'm not interested. Well, you train your kid that they're not interested in talking to you. You're not talking to them. They don't really care. They're not that important to you. And then they become a teenager. And now the stuff they're wrestling with is a big deal. And I want to talk to them about it. But I've spent the last five to 10 years not training them to talk to me about everything. And so now when we have put in a lot of time listening to stuff that really wasn't that big of a deal, now that there's big stuff at stake, we're just having the same conversations and they're coming to talk to me because they've been talking to me for the last 17 years. That's why my 16, 17, 18-year-old kids are still willing to talk to me because they never stop talking to me. All little kids want to talk to their parents. It's just most parents don't want to talk to the little kids. Now, that's an oversimplification. Yes, there are often issues that are more difficult. It's not just like if you listen, your teenagers will have no problems. And I'm also not saying my teenagers have had no problems. I'm just saying that's a very visible, easy to grasp example of the years I put listening to little kid stuff allows me to be here to listen to big kid stuff. The relationships you have today were shaped by your behavior a long time ago. The finances you have today were shaped by your behavior a long time ago. This one's super obvious. We talk about this a lot, right? The investments you make, the career choices you make. Did you get extra certifications? Did you start a company? Did you? I mean, all this stuff. I, I'm in a place now that uh, my wife and I were talking about this literally yesterday. We're like, oh man, do you remember... 20 years ago when we were just getting started, what we thought was success and where we're at now and how far we've come. And there've been some hard days and a lot of sacrifices, but man, we are really grateful for what we're able to do. We just got back from a vacation. That's why we're, we're talking about like, man, I'm glad we were able to do that one. That was a really special family experience for us. So yeah, we went to the Caribbean, had a great time on some islands. It, it was really, really beautiful. And we could not have afforded that a long time ago, and our early vacations were nothing like that. But you know what? 20 years of financial work, investment, building, growing, you can take a decent vacation after 20 years of financial investment. We are harvesting stuff that took us many years to get going. Hey, your company, if you are building a company, or maybe you as an individual, your brand, your reputation has everything to do with how you've been treating people over the last 6 to 12 months. Have you met every one of your promises every time? Have you been consistently excellent? Have you shown up and done quality work? Have, or has it, has it been inconsistent? I got a hard truth for you. Inconsistent excellence earns very little trust. In fact, it earns the same amount of trust as being consistently bad. Being sometimes good, we only give people credit for their mistakes. If we can't count on you, we don't count on you at all. It's not like we give you half trust. We trust you to be excellent or we don't. And so you can't just show up excellent today and think now my, now today my reputation is great. You have to show up consistently and then you have a reputation. I Creative content. You want to build kind of, some of you creators I know. We talked back and forth. You guys send me great notes. Uh, books, podcasts, speakers, musicians. Hey, the creativity of your qual- stuff today is built on the Many years, not just months, of work you've been doing. The, the writing you've been doing over the last six months. I'm releasing my fourth book this year as of the recording of this podcast. That book is not a single moment where you sit down and write a book. It's not an act. It's a series of acts stacked on top of each other from learning the content, doing the research, identifying insights, and then layer by layer trying to put that in a book. Reeve, if you don't know this, when you don't you don't just write a book and be done. You write a rough draft. And then you revise it and revise it and revise it. In my experience, it's like 20% is the first draft and 80% is revising, revising, revising until it's good enough to put out. It's a series of things. And so if you've got good stuff that you're putting out, it's because you've been working on it for months. So this is this is the fundamental reality from your business to your relationships, from romance to your health, from creativity to your financial discipline. The success you have today is a product of your investment at least six months ago. So let me ask the hard question. Based on your choices today, this week, what will the next six months be like for you? What kind of relationships will you have based on how you've been treating people around you this week? What investments are you making? What will that result in? Are you are you coasting? Are you off of that? Are you withdrawing from bank accounts you've been investing in? Or are you actually putting more investment in? for your brand, for your content, for your health. If this is normal, what does it look like six months from now? And what do you want it to look like? What would you like to see six months from now? And therefore, what do you need to do this week? And then the final question is, what reminder systems do you need for you to to be able to remember, oh yeah, the life I want to live requires me to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be honest, I did not want to go exercise this morning. I was tired. You know, had a rough couple nights, nothing crazy. Pets getting me up. I'm going to a whole rant about the one cat who's decided he wants to go out every morning at 5 a.m. And he walks all over my head and scratches the bed. I mean, he's, he's a nuisance. It's a real problem. How do you train cats, right? If any of you know how to train a cat, please tell me. That would be awesome. Um, but yes, cat rant over. Uh last couple nights have been tough with him wrecking sleep multiple times, trying to get out the door and me trying to figure out how to manage this, try to get him to to not go out so early. And so I was tired and I didn't want to but you know what I I knew I was recording this podcast. And so I was like, dang, I'm gonna have to talk about this today. So maybe the life I wanna live, I should still do at least a little exercise. I mean, I have to do the whole exercise. I wish at least get started. And then it turns out once I got started, I felt good enough when I did the whole routine. But Guys, it was a reminder that said, yeah, today it might feel better if I skip this exercise. But six months from now, I will feel worse if I do. What do you want six months to be like? And what would you have to do today and this week to make that happen? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, You might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K.com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, You can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swozconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.